0: Welcome to Episode 11 of the Motor City Gameworks podcast. I am your host, Ben Pinchback, and with me tonight are two of my best friends and my business partners, Mr. Matt Riddle and the Reverend Dr. Adam Hill. What's up? What's up? What's up? How you guys doing tonight? Good. So doing if you're great. new to the show, Motor City Gameworks, we are a tabletop game publisher, and guys, we are rolling we got so much going on. We do. We got those dice proofs in for our game. So we kick-started our second game yep. back in March. It was Motor City. Motor it's City. all about the heyday of Detroit and that auto industry. Yeah. It's got that cool cover with the Detroit skyline in the background on the muscle car. It's true. We upgraded the dice a couple times based on what we learned on and three sisters. And upgraded them. <laughs> and then we un-upgraded them because, Matt, did. we got those samples in. We wanted them pearly, and they almost
1: worked. You know what's Two funny? Two of the colors looked awesome. They yeah. did. Two
0: Unfortunately, the, the, the dice has
2: so, four colors in I the I have game. two thoughts that, that that got me thinking about the dice, which we'll get to. So I always wonder, right, like how much recap do we need? Because we're, you could always have a new listener that just pops into like episode 12, right? Yeah. Yes, that happens just, frequently. I just read a book series where the guy recapped the beginning of every book, and it was super annoying.
1: And I so disagreed with you on that. I hate it. Like, oh, I you, love. I, it.
2: I like a recap that's like a prologue that I can choose to skip. This was like in story recap. But let like me let retelling. me hit y'all with the
1: fact about this. Matt doesn't read a series until it's finished. Correct. And he can read it all the way cover to cover through 100%. the whole series. And so those become redundant and unnecessary yes. because you're just slamming the books in a series. Yep. But for those of us who are normal and read books as they come out. Uh, we've then, been waiting on this sequel for like three years, and so yeah, a little 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 refresh isn't so bad.
2: A make it a prologue, then. That's that's all I'm saying. Make it a prologue, whatever. All right. So dice. I'm just saying, make it a prologue. That's my point. How's and it, how's it not, dude? These <laughs> a- these Amazon writers, real quick, they write books fast, like because they're all like on that kindle prime stuff whatever it's called now it's so like every three months i got a new book coming out because i don't even make very much money so either way dice. so yeah
0: the prologue totally necessary because you know what episode 11 and niche podcasts like us we got tons of people just 100%. randomly jumping Me in too. all the time like gee what are where are we totally you know, agree these i just never know how much to, like, oh they're recap. a tabletop game publisher yeah. who just kickstarted motor city so go March. listen to, like episode yeah last 3,
2: find out about Motor City, which is a sweet roll and write that yeah. we've kickstarted to Ben's point. But hey,
0: those sweet dice are the symbols, the yes. symbols
2: look boss. All right, so great point. So what we did during the Kickstarter, because we had the opportunity to upgrade because the Kickstarter was very successful, is we wanted to bring two changes to the dice. And actually, frankly, the, the upgrades... That one of them was to make fully engraved dice, which came out of the Kickstarter. We had right. not done that. We had had a set of numbered dice with a custom symbol on one face, and then throughout the process, we said, we have an opportunity here, you know, because there's some tooling costs to go with it, but thanks to the, the success of Kickstarter,
0: we can go fully engraved, yep. and they look fantastic. It Engravings, was another success story exactly. from the Kickstarter backers. Yep. One of them brought up something they wanted. Matt, you looked into it, and right. it just made all the sense, because when those symbols dropped onto the dice, they looked Boss. They do. Yeah.
2: The symbols turned out fantastic, which are basically the symbols that line up with the zones of the of your plant, and they also line up with the with the blueprint table. The issue was, right, we wanted to also give some pizzazz, right? We what we found out, as we've talked about on the podcast before, is that we were wrong on three sisters, and we thought that going from plain orange dice to swirly orange dice. Was like no net change, and it was a significant net change as it turns out. Extraordinarily, people love the swirly dice, and they are beautiful. I don't deny that, but I thought it was like they're slightly more beautiful, but they're not. They're way better. So we said we're going to do that on Motor City. So what we're going to do on Motor City is do swirly dice. So we we had a stretch goal for swirly dice, and it didn't work at all. Like they just, the colors that we, choose, not
0: with the custom symbols, right, with the
2: custom symbols. And frankly, our color scheme this time is a little bit more mechanical, right? Blue, gray, right. You know, kind of black, white. And for whatever reason, the really didn't work that. So I said, okay, hold on. Instead of swirly, let's go pearly. Pearly is something we'd done on fleet dice. We didn't do it, but Eagle Griffin did. And they're very pretty dice. So, and we found out from our factory, they could do the pearly finish on any color. We're like, great. We're doing that. And everyone's like, yeah, let's do that. And then we, and then we got proofs. and They're like, uh oh.
0: Yeah, and the white and the gray were, like, the same. The white and the gray were the same. Um, <laughs> it actually took me two reads through the email and the picture to realize what you were saying. Th- there were two different colors. Yeah, I was like, why there? is there two row of white dice?
1: because yes, Oh, because one is right. gray. So I
2: think I, – what, here's what I was – I'm curious to hear you guys' take. So I actually, as much as I – besides the white and the gray being a problem, like being unplayable, I also didn't think aesthetically it was the right fit because it's Motor City, right? It's a game about building cars, and while the pearly, like the the blue and the red were pretty, they were pretty in the in the wrong way, I guess, right? Like it wasn't like a nature way, yeah, like a pumpkin way, for yeah. example. But I do think we could do pearly on French Quarter. That nope. would be boss. A rainbow set of dice, all pearly, yep, could be man. pretty. Because there pretty will sweet.
0: be numbers on French yes. quarter. There's no symbols replacing Correct. pips on that one right. because the and numbers are red, red and blue green. and orange yeah. and yellow. That could be sweet. So oh, that's that game's gonna be beautiful. It is. So either way, the
2: point is for Motor City, we kind of un-upgraded the dice, I guess, and we're gonna go with. We haven't seen them yet. We're waiting for the factory to to redo, you know, the um, dice proofs. They've got to you know recreate the dies and they're gonna re- pour them and they're gonna be gray, blue, white, standard, straight colors. Same colors we, we had, but just mm-hmm. straight, fully customized dice. So it's the right thing to do, you know, for the aesthetics of the game and also just for readability because the symbols to Ben's point earlier look fantastic. We were right. some worry right because they're relatively complex engravings, and they um, turned out great. That turned out great. The factory had a couple of small tweaks to the, to the symbology, and they look great on the dice. So our current process, basically now or current where we're at in the process, I guess, is we're sitting at the point where. Once we can approve those dice samples, they're going to send us the what's called the blank sample, which is a cardboard cutout of everything. It's like the box, blank paper, rule book. It'll include all the meeples, which we've already approved, and a set of dice. That is looking like it's probably still two weeks away. I think it's in the mail, but in the mail from China takes, takes a bit, right? So my guess is from the conversation we had yesterday at the factory. it comes in
1: looking as clean as like uh, that box that shipped for Three Sisters. Yes, the exterior of that box, do you remember? that looks like the guy ran over it. It, it did.
0: It did. <laughs> Somehow that
1: game, the, the proof made it through the great proof was on the inside. Weird. But boy, box, I was real skeptical. It
0: was like they used it for a football. Yeah. Yes.
2: <laughs> the box went through some stuff. Yeah. That's, that's, the box lived a little. So, But it did its job and protected the the pretty game inside. So yeah, the point is exactly that. Right? It takes a while to get here. So my hope is that two weeks from now, so not this coming update, but the th- Thursday after that we should have, my hope is... In our hands, the pictures of the white sample. Once we approve that, because that shows how everything physically fits in the box. Right. We've already looked. We've already approved digital samples, um, both you know on files and the video that they said that they actually printed things out for us. Colors are beautiful. Everything worked perfectly, and then we're good. Then we're then we're at full rate production. At that point, I believe it's somewhere between four to five weeks of you know where till that's what it takes to finish full rate, full rate production. Right. After that, there's several weeks of there's some staging and packaging and things like that. So we're pretty on track for. If you were to tell me, if I was to say today, I would say end of July, to be would be when production's complete. Now at that point we begin
0: logistics, which you know, the hey supply, supply wah, chain guys, wah. you know supply chain There's issues. There's right? global supply chain <laughs> global issues. Global supply
2: chain issues. Did you hear that? I didn't know about this. Yeah, yeah. Tell so, me about those.
0: <laughs> but seriously, Adam, I think you're going to freak when these samples start coming in in person. Dude, I'm going to be so excited. Because as much as you love Three Sisters, it's a different feeling when it's your baby mm-hmm. and you've put all, you know, the majority of the sweat equity into the project. Because for those new to the show, Adam became a co-owner of Motor City Gameworks after Three Sisters was designed he jumped in and said i want to be part of the company and you've been with us ever since since before the kickstarter for three sisters you've been a valuable team member the whole way but now motor city primary designer
1: this is like a baby of course i'm super excited super excited i can't wait it's my you know as i've said a few times it's my love letter to heavier games uh in the roll and right genre and so uh, I can't wait to see things come in. I know. It was super exciting. When you hold it, it's just that feeling
0: of you put all this years, frankly, years of right. effort, and the first time you see that physical thing, it blows your mind. So, Matt, talking French Quarter, it's yeah. wild that we like – I had this feeling about Motor City this time last year. It's wild how much – ahead of the game you got to get to launch a game every march you know it once is. a year so french quarter design's basically done you know sans some balance and tweaking rule book I know I just finished yeah. that up whatever you know we're looking at artists graphic designers mm-hmm. now you know we're getting art samples what we want to do with it it's wild to think we're creating another game in earnest you... already again but it's that time you know what th- what's interesting right is
2: that's kind of the beauty of kickstarter for a company like motor city game works mm-hmm. that money is banked and as we have talked about you know we're very honest on here we are safe and secure with the money, and we set it aside. And it's we don't spend it on, we don't take salaries or buy company cars. I mean, it's all in a bank waiting to pay bills. Wait, we're
0: not buying company cars. We're not. Yeah. I yeah. bought
1: a monogrammed LL Bean jacket. <laughs> yeah. Don't tell well, Matt. I, mean, I did not
0: about the Motor City Gameworks Dodge Stratus that I bought. <laughs> I drive a Dodge Stratus. <laughs> <laughs> um. So the point is, it's the money sitting there waiting to pay
2: bills. And buy a used Town and Country,
1: (laughs) 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 so that we can travel to cons.
2: Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a a tangent. You know who designed the passenger airbag for the 2003 to seven Town and Country? This guy right here. Wow, hundred percent. That's if you drove a 2000. Two to three to two thousand and seven Town and Country, which two thousand eight is when they redid it. Yeah, you used my, to have one of those. I did. I, I had my own
1: passenger you had airbag. Your own passenger airbag. I did. Matt Riddle saving lives. I did since two thousand. Since two thousand and three. If, if
0: you've seen Matt drive, you know you need a good yeah. passenger
1: <laughs> airbag. It's you know it helps. I had I,
2: had, I was a I, I spent a little bit in my youth. You I calm down now. I'm, I'm older. I do brake late though. I'm a late breaker. That's a fact.
1: All the time. Yeah.
2: So the point is, I'm a late breaker. But um, yeah, you've got to get moving now. And Kickstarter is great because it allows us to continue – you know, it allows us to get those funds up front, right? So we, can, we know that we've got the funds to pay for Motor City and that regardless of what happens with Motor City in retail, we hope it has a retail legs just like Three Sisters has. But frankly, even if it doesn't, we still have the funds available to pay for everything and get it out there, see what happens while we start the process for French Quarter. So – to Ben's point, right? We're already, you know, Adam is going to do some more graphic design this time on French quarter. He's going to kind of take over the lead on that. But, you know, he's he's new and we want to make sure that we get everything very perfect. New. So he's, you know, we're going to certainly keep in mind that we may need some professional assistance, whether that be from Chris again or whomever, but we'll probably get some help from Adam maybe locally. And what we're going to do is is begin the process, right? We're going to go out and we're going to find an artist. I will say, you know, we were trying very hard, frankly, to I would love to work with a you know, like a French Creole or a Creole artist or a Louisiana artist. The hard part, right, is finding someone that has that, you know, background, but is also the style that we want, right? Yeah. And the reality of it is, I'm not having a lot of success with that, frankly. So, what a we... lot
0: of it is very stylized, and I get it. Yep. And if you if you Google even you know New Orleans paintings and stuff, you'll see a very stylized. I don't know how to explain it, like block color ish, yep. like. Um, and that's, it's, it's cool for a lot of the art pieces you see, but for our board game, it's really not the vision for what we want the color cover to look like. Correct. This is for the cover. Yeah. We'll have Marlise
2: with the sheets again, you know, and you know, we're going to make sure that we spend some time, you know, with some cultural folks to make sure that we understand what we're, you know, even though we're doing a modern game about getting married in the French quarter, there are still a lot of things down there that we've got to make sure
1: we're cognizant of. So I think for the (laughs) artist is part of the theme. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's how deep that goes. Right. I just found out what the theme of this game is besides the French Quarter. (laughs) You're getting married in the French Quarter, Adam. That's the second line. I just figured they were there because well, no, someone getting, you're not got married. married you're but it's down there,
0: you're <laughs> down there for a vacation, right? And when you're down there, random yeah. people that get married parade through the streets as part of your. Vacation. Okay, then I understood constantly. the theme just fine. You did. Yeah. You did. I just no. was bringing the marriage part. No, of it up. is actually awesome. So, for those that don't know, the reason I made a game about French Quarter is I went down there for a wedding, stayed mm-hmm. the weekend, Rebecca and I, in the French Quarter, and had a friggin' blast. It was awesome the most fun wedding I've ever been to. And it is certainly true. Any day you're walking through weekends, obviously help when you're walking through the French quarter, these marriage parades just literally come out of nowhere and they're awesome. So the jazz band out front, you know, here come the saints and whatever. Yeah. When my family went, it was, you know, and it was, that would have like, been awesome.
1: There was one, there's another parade in the, yeah, we had more of the like wake experience, which oh, yeah. is great too, but not quite as cheerful right. as a yeah. wedding. Yeah. Like do we applaud? But, like what's right? what what's the right? What do we do, do here? here? And it was stand and watch. Yeah. Was the right thing <laughs> that to is do. The and that's what we did.
2: Yeah. you made the right choice, I think, Which, to that point. So uh, to just to close that conversation out is you know we want to find an artist that can do what we want to do in a style that we like um which means we may have to, you know, I I made some I flagged some notes. Yeah, we'll know, see. Yeah, we'll see. But it, we're looking at it. Like I we found some like Mr. Cuttington, they're, you know, that the husband
0: and wife team fantastic. Yep. They're a company. They're a f- folks that can pull
2: off what we want, I
0: think. Right. So, we'll see. Hey, three sisters guys, the gift that keeps on giving. Yep. We keep cutting these foreign language partnerships. We won't beat it to death, but we're we're all like over seven languages yeah, at this I point. Think so. Um, we got all the invoices gosh out. gosh dang French.
1: Oh. Uh, hey, if you're a French listener. <laughs> You might want to skip the next couple minutes of this podcast. (laughs) No, I won't belabor
2: the point that the French apparently hate us. Why
1: do
0: they hate us so much? I don't know. You know, French Quarter—it's getting renamed. That's right, Freedom Quarter. Freedom Quarter. (laughs) 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 Take that, you French. (laughs) Take that, French. The thing is, like, we would want them so bad because the games are gorgeous and they're a huge market, and they just don't like our games. I guess every other language loves our games except for the French. Bad
2: about. Well, I don't want to say 900, but I mean, we only had, it took us two tries, I think, for Spanish, maybe. Everybody else was like, yeah, we're doing this. Yeah.
0: And except for we're over for 2 in France. Yeah. Hey, what are Man. you going to do? Eh, someday. But hey, I got another cool story about Three Sisters. We have some friends of ours that moved to Texas. They were at their FLGS in Texas. Mm -hmm. They went in, hey, you got any pinchback? you know, riddle games? Because they knew we were, you know, they knew us. And the guy's like, hey, we got Fleet Dice. And they go, well, do you have Three Sisters? And the guy said, no, it's sold out. You can't get that anywhere. So I'm telling you guys, if you're listening and you want a Three Sisters and you see one, you should buy it. You should. Because they are selling out slash sold out. Everywhere. I think if we, we talk to you know twenty
2: fifth Century Games about once a month on sale stuff, and my expectation is when we have that conversation, usually in the next week or so, it'll be gone. Yeah. From a uh, warehouse perspective, there may in still the be some in the distribution but there may, may still be some in the chain. Is the my, store level?
1: In my real job, my you know the Reverend Doctor job, mm-hmm. uh, I did a wedding last weekend, and while I was there at the reception, people were like, "So what do you do besides doing weddings?" <laughs> And I was like, well, I design and publish board games. And they were like, that's awesome. And I was like, it is. And they are like, what kind of games? Did I sell a copy of Three Sisters right then and there? Yes, I did. (laughs) Always closing. ABC. Always be closing. Did he say,
0: do you guys do apps? Yeah. You know what you guys should do is apps. They, they did.
1: <laughs> of course, they did. Of course, and they
0: All say right. like you know you never thought of that. Yeah, it's oh yeah? yeah, I should just go down to the app
1: store and buy an app. Yeah, you so do that apps. we can make an app for it.
2: The only thing worse than being a board game designer, I mean not worse because I don't mind, but is being an app designer because everyone has an idea for an app everyone oh, and they'll let you know about it and yeah. they'll tell you if, you if you if you find out if you're if you design apps you tell people you're gonna be listening to app ideas for the rest of that wedding <laughs> that's right so the
0: cool part is we have hit the reprint button on three sisters yep. i paid the deposit along with the big deposit on yep. motor city some forward party we were able to bundle a lot of things yeah. I, sent it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got my guy down at huntington that's right and uh, tyler if you're listening buddy thank you Thanks, and Tyler. we uh, sent a bunch of money to China for the Three Sisters reaping all this. We so did. they are coming, but it doesn't happen overnight. It happens right. over months. Yeah, so I so. think the Three Sisters reaping,
2: we talked about it a little bit before, but basically the timing on that is we had to wait to make sure we needed it, which we expected to, but you still don't really know. You got to know. Right, and by the time we knew we needed it, you're six months away from getting it. Yeah. You know, that's just reality, right? And that's so. where
1: the risk capital comes in. It is. It's hitting the reprint button. And and we... Because the Kickstarter, you know how many you need based on the Kickstarter numbers. And so you can plan for that. But then when the retail chain or the retail tail gets long enough, you're like, oh, wow, we're going to need more copies of this. Yeah. But you don't know how many more. You don't. And so you're taking the risk that if you order 4,000 more and there's about 40 more people that wanted that game... You're stuck with thirty nine hundred and sixty plus. yeah, sixty of those games sitting in my basement. Right. Yes.
2: So we are fortunate, we've talked about this past with twenty fifth century games, that they have the ability to to move copies, you know, with with some limited risk, right? So at some point, yeah, everything every game hits a wall. I mean, not every game. Hey, but speaking most games. of
0: twenty-fifth century games moving copies of Three Sisters, I heard that they had some copies at Origins. And, Had being the operative word. And Adam, how do I know this? Because I got to go to Origins. Whoa! Right. It was super fun. I got to go for a day. It was like a super whirlwind trip. Adam Hill went to Origin's game convention in Columbus, Ohio, 2022. That's right. I was you're there. You're like the only one
1: of us to go to a convention in like the last two and a half, I know. years. But it, so I, tell us about it. So go in and they uh, immediately, the first thing you do before you can get your registration is you have to uh, uh, prove that you're vaccinated. Uh, Did you
0: have the card in hand or like a picture of the card?
1: Um, I had my, uh, you know, our like my chart mm-hmm. from the hospital oh, sure. that yeah. has the dates of and, okay. and all the stuff. So I showed them the medical record and they were like, cool, you're in. Okay. Uh, and so then you get your special bracelet then you could go over and get your uh, registration tag. And so I went in and I got that. Um, and I was there uh, largely to pitch a few games that we had designed. Um, and because we don't publish everything we design. Uh, there are some games we do loaded rolling rights, but we still love to design all kinds of games. And mm-hmm. so we had several games that we wanted to see if other pub, other publishers were interested in, uh, they had contacted us and said, yes, we're interested in seeing them if one of you can make it down. I was able to make it down. And so I went in, uh, saw a lot of friends, um, and got a short list here. Ben Beagle, uh, with Unpub. Great guy. Miss you, Ben. Oh man. It, it was, uh, yeah, he was great and super cool. Gave me a free T-shirt and everything. That guy, the mayor of Unpub. And he's coming off of Unpub where they just finished that uh, up there. But he's doing great. Yeah, I can't wait. Hopefully
0: next year is my year and I'm going to be back at all those, especially uh, Unpub.
1: Nathan Thornton, who uh, is one of the designers from Medium. Uh, he's there and he yep, just we, did the uh, Green Team
0: Wins. Yeah, that crew, that whole crew is Storm great. Storm Chaser Games is such They're a cool They're amazing crew people. people and they make great games. I love them.
1: Uh, so if you can still get Green Team Wins... And you like party games, probably worth getting because they're really good at making party so, games.
2: very, very, very short story. Medium, right? When they were testing that at Umpub, what, four years ago? At least, it, maybe more. It killed. And the wildest part is, like, you have to stare into the eyes of a stranger when you learn Medium because, like, you're trying to build this connection. So you're playing Medium with strangers and you're just staring at them, like, just eyeball to eyeball. And you're like, <laughs> You know, what you're saying, your word, and then you're thinking your word. It's, it's just, it was such so an incredible experience. I would
0: like to take all the credit for medium success because <laughs> yeah, obviously Storm Jaser Games is an ultra talented and cool group, and they made a phenomenal game. But, you know, they might not have seen the light of day if they didn't have some champions. And I'll just tell the short story they submitted to the Cardboard Edison Awards the year Matt and I were judges, mm-hmm. and I judged all these games, and there was only one game I gave like completely pegged the ratings on like it gave it as high of a rating as you could possibly give it was this medium game that looked amazing apparently the other judges just didn't have the vision i did because it wasn't a finalist or didn't win or nothing oh wow no it didn't get any other uh noise or whatever so then oh, the well, following year swung and missed on that one it origins there in the umpub room showing it off and That's i was killer. like Kirkman, you gotta go play this medium game. It's like the best party game I've seen in a year. Blah blah. blah. So I'm sure Kirkman would have found it and shown it
1: to uh, those guys anyway. But I'm just saying, just saying. hey, hey, I'm giving that one to you. All right, thanks a lot. Uh, also got to see really quick Kellen Freeman. Uh, great to catch up with him. Keith Ferguson, always Sup? good to see Kurt. What's up, Kurt? What's up, Kurt? Um, and Chad Elkins, of course, from 25th Century. Got yeah, I love you, buddy. Uh, big fist bump. What uh, was it like guy. to meet him in
0: person? Um, I haven't met him in person.
1: Oh, he's great. He's also kind of giant. Is he? I mean, like, I'm a big guy, but, like, he's taller than me by a good bit. Yeah. Hmm. And, I mean, he was he was substantive. And so I was like, oh, what's up, fellow lineman? <laughs> right good to on. see you. <laughs> um, you know, game recognizes game. <laughs> uh, I, he was more tackle-sized. I was more guard yep, uh, at, yep, in that one. Yep. Reach, um, reach. Yep, he had the reach on me. Uh, got to see Brian Lewis. Uh, and he hooked me up with some donation copies of Godspeed. Still plenty of those at the Pandasaurus booth at sixty-seven percent off if you're looking to pick that one up. No
0: shortage of promotional copies of Godspeed available. <laughs>
1: no shortage. Um, Is Brian still working for them? Uh, he's yeah, he's helping oh, out. Good. I like Brian. Uh, yeah, he's doing totally. he's doing good work. Um, got to uh, catch up with Josh and Helena Capel uh, or Capel. Sure from burnt island games they're cool folks yeah um so really appreciated them uh also got to make some new friends um i got to meet in person uh ryan and his wife from one board family uh they were cool um danielle reynolds uh luke peter schmidt travis reynolds danny low so just lots of fun dude
0: it sounds like you won an academy award i know i'm thanking people (laughs) right
1: and left uh it was okay so here's the deal it was a whirlwind a whirlwind trip to do some pitching see some people Uh, have some fun, and uh, here's how it went. Everything that happened at Origins, awesome. Lunch, ate some Indian food and quickly (laughs) threw up. Wow. Uh, Had some chocolate bubble tea that was disgusting. (laughs) Uh, Wait, was it the Indian food from North Market? Yes, it was. I love their Indian food. I know, I do too. That's why I got it over the Nashville hot chicken. Wow. I got the the Indian food. I've never had the Nashville hot chicken Oh, it's fantastic too. Did you
0: also get a pretzel?
1: I did not get a pretzel Ouch. because I had just thrown up. You don't know what's worse? Didn't get Jenny's ice cream either because I had to leave too quickly. You should have got a pretzel for me. Things are sounding terrible at this point, but the, I'm telling you, I had a great time. Now, on the way back, I was driving back got so tired. Sure. The full day and the, the vomiting really took it out of me. And so I was, I was having trouble keeping my eyes open. So I pull off the road and I stayed at the cheapest, and I want to be clear about this, motel. <laughs> Ooh. I've stayed out in a while. The doors were like, you had your own separate room with a door facing like the street. Yeah. Yikes. You know, so like hourly rates. Um, and But I was there. and He's I, like, y'all are alone?
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was He's like, like, whatever, dude.
1: Alone? Yeah, sure. Wink. Right. So I get this room. Uh, I can say it was a fine room. Uh, it was a fine establishment. And the the I'll tell you what, the gentleman in the room next to me a surprisingly beautiful baritone this morning, as he finished his uh, he, he finished his shower with a full throated version of Pretty Woman from Roy Orbison. That was I'm not kidding, really great. Wow. So that was awesome. That was awesome. Did you stop in shit's Creek on the way home? <laughs> I don't know, but it Seriously. was awesome. I was super excited about it. Uh, it was a great trip, and so got the opportunity to see third uh three sisters right there at the 25th century booth there that were like awesome. eight copies left and then this morning i'm not sure that there are copies did you
0: left. like hang around a little bit to see if you could like see somebody buy a copy of it i did
1: i, I hung around a little bit and i yeah. was like i was like they were looking at it and they were like oh so this is the one that's just come out yeah. and he was like yeah that's and that's all i have and so it's immediately like it's the like, best. Nice. Keep it. rolling right ever and then there were retailers coming over and they were like how did you get copies of that game and he's like well first off I'm the retailer for this game. Yeah. Second, this is all that exists. That's <laughs> yeah. so great. He. I was, I was going
2: to say, he set some aside specifically for Origins of Gen Con. Correct. So, you know, your Roy Orbison story, I was. you're a music guy. I am. Tangent. Tangent, <laughs> so, uh, as usual. So, I always wondered because, I, you know, especially nowadays because of the internet, I think people can find talent. I remember being at this casino up in the UP of Michigan 30, 20-something years ago, and this guy was singing uh remember that sister sister hazel song i something about be with you right is that what it yeah. was okay and it's a whatever song but the guy has a very distinct voice this guy at a bar with an acoustic guitar was killing it like perfect and better than the original <laughs> and he's just in this there's like five people listening it's like, like
1: a it's like a, a poor man's runaround by blues track. It, it,
2: it is yeah it's not a yeah. great song but the point is this guy's ability to perform it was off the charts i'm like there's this guy he's just sitting here in Barraga, Michigan, and he's got a legitimately awesome voice and no one will ever know because he's in Barraga and he's just he's playing for shots is what he was doing at the time. And Well,
1: that you know, he's a step up on the gentleman that I was staying next to in room three oh three. That gentleman <laughs> in room three oh three was singing it in the shower, but was killing it. That's how I woke up this morning. It was pretty great.
0: There's talent everywhere, Adam. That's the point. Everywhere. So funny story similar to what you were just talking about, kind of hawking the booth, waiting for somebody to buy a Three Sisters. Our first Origins and our second Origins when Fleet had actually come out, because our first Origins was just after the Kickstarter, but then the year later, it was actually on the shelves and for purchase. So there was a big stack of them at the Eagle Griffin booth, and we were just milling around, you know, willing people to buy them, and we're standing there in this two people walk up and they're looking at the pile of fleet and Matt just uh, goes to him he goes hey I heard that game sucks and the guy goes yeah it totally blows (laughs) true story
1: i went to the pandasaurus booth and there were people looking at my game and i was like i was like oh yeah buy it buy it buy it 67 percent off and and the salesperson came over heather from pandasaurus she was great uh she comes over and she was like oh i really love this game it came out right during the you know the covid epidemic when it first started and so not a lot of people got a chance to play it but we're really excited to have it out and people be able to see it we think it's going to be really good still i mean i love this game it's great and they were like what's it about and she was like, "It's about the space race," and they were like, immediately they set it down. Like I, those words were words for them that were like, "Not today, you don't," mm-hmm. uh, yeah. because they immediately walked away. And I was like, "She was like, I tried," because she saw me, and I was like, "It would have been better,
0: Heather. If you she she could have said. It's about alpacas taking yeah. over the world and exactly. fighting against pesky humans.' It's about worker placement. Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what she should have said." <laughs> It's about insert theme here <laughs> with the deck of cards that do we, things. We put it in space points. Uh, yeah, no, it was great. By the way, just to clarify about my my motel experience, I said room three hundred three. Don't get the do not get confused and think that that means somehow we were on the third floor. I did actually think you were on the okay. third floor. No, no. We were in the third building, Ooh. that had Out, yes, a we were the third, third outbuilding. outbuilding. So
0: they're
2: and they're
1: and all wow. single-story buildings. Yes, okay. I, y- yes. I'm picking up the vibe. I want to be clear: there was not a third story anywhere near where I was at. Right. So you're saying the Knights Inn was all single-story? <laughs> Basically, <laughs> this place might still look at the Knights Inn as their goal. Yeah. <laughs> like that's, that's uh, success for us but if i'm staying alone i'm not spending money if i'm with my family we're gonna get a nice place to stay but if it's adam alone i'll defend myself (laughs) see
2: college matt did the pull over and sleep on the side of the road thing one time one time but otherwise i don't usually fall asleep in the car so it's fine but yeah i'm with you i get it though sometimes you just can't do it
1: yeah i especially 43 years old man yeah 43 year old adam doesn't doesn't have the 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 will to fight like 23-year-old. No, no. Well, that's a
0: long day. I mean, you probably were on the road by 7 a.m. I was on the road by 5. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a long day. We're old. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you guys watch Obi-Wan? Only the first two so far. the first two? I haven't yet. All right. So no spoilers, but a little bit of spoiler. It is definitely different than I expected and wanted, so I'm an idiot. Like, I just wanted episodes 1 through 8 to be him just – B.A., you know, wiping the floor with everybody and just like action sequences and like, you know, kill everybody. That's that's what I wanted out of Obi-Wan or whatever. And it's a good thing for people. I don't write shows because I'm sure, you know, (laughs) they'd be worse if I wrote them. (laughs) People that actually write shows and movies know what they're doing and they know how to make a story. Now y'all have
1: written a movie. It was we won't talk terrible. about it. But yeah. Definitely yeah. We definitely shouldn't talk about we it. We technically did. <laughs> in, the, yeah. in the before times, so. it was
0: just funny. I wasn't ready. I'm just old. I wasn't ready for like sad Obi Wan and like, hey, oh. here's you know, he's been doing nothing for ten years and he's sad and now he's got to yeah. like. But don't worry, he got a way. purpose
1: once he got once he gets to meet yeah. super whiny Luke in yeah. Episode Four. Yeah, well, exactly. So
0: anyway, it's all right. It, it's getting better, I guess.
2: It's it's decent. I but... like the first two episodes. I mean, there was a lot of chatter online about some of the characters and you know the the sisters and the. I and never the bad know how to and... take
1: the I chatter know. online about I, Star Wars. I, There's I, no fan base that so hates I, its product more than the Star Wars. One hundred percent
2: true. And I actually purposely don't. I, I just saw Twitter stuff. I don't even that. I I barely engage. I don't read any of. I don't read reviews. I don't read any of the fan stuff. I. But you can get the the vibe right. And, and I can see why I think the, the one actress maybe wasn't on her best for the first episode but yeah she se- actually gets better The second episode wasn't bad she actually. gets better so I feel like you know I trust them to develop that character in a way that makes sense and otherwise it was okay like there's a I'm pretty behind I want to watch Ms Marvel because she was in the video game I displayed for Avengers and it's a, it's a neat character. I love the idea of a fan becoming a superhero right like yeah. that's kind of her origin story she's a huh. uh, like she, she lives in the world where they're they're real and she's a fan of superheroes and then becomes one which i think is really neat oh that's cool yeah the previews look real like disney afternoons like you know hannah, hannah montana dog with a blog kind of stuff but yeah. i guess what i've heard is it's actually pretty awesome but
1: i'm just saying like you talk to the doctor who fans and they're like it's okay that seasons one and two just aren't good it's y- true they do they do it's say gonna that. be fine just stick with it for three seasons, and then you'll <laughs> like it. And then you'll like it. Dude, I tried. They're so forgiving. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, are those literally mannequins just walking around? And do we have a whole episode of fart jokes? Because I'm in on fart jokes, but there's a whole episode of lizard people farting, <laughs> and you better be ready for that. Because that's all that that episode has. And they're like, oh, it's so good. Mm-hmm. Star Wars gives you Ewan McGregor in a TV show about Eve, Obi-Wan. And, and people, people are like, about it. this is I the know. worst thing I've ever seen. I hate Star yeah. Wars now. It's and I'm like, you worst. hated it it's already.
0: Great. It's great. great. It's not what you wanted going in if you're me, but it's great. He's so great, Ewan. I'm excited for, uh, what is it, Ahsoka? Ahsoka. Ahsoka. Ahsoka Tano. Because uh, she's like yeah. a top three character. She's so great. So, Adam. Before we recorded, we played some games. Yeah. Before we some prototypes, you know, for Motor yeah. City Gamers, before we did that, we ate some pizza and I learned something about you. It would appear you do not like Asiago cheese
1: crust and I'm just struggling to get my head around this. Okay, see, you're missing you're missing what I'm saying. I like Asiago cheese crust. As a matter of fact, Asiago is great. What I didn't prefer is that you put the Asiago cheese crust on a barbecue chicken pizza. And what's the problem with that? because barbecue chicken pizza isn't good to me i don't prefer (laughs) That's the problem It, it is so bad like it like hey do you want pizza that doesn't have pizza sauce Oh, don't worry. We're going to put chicken on it, too, and some red onions you will wish weren't there. It's <laughs> going to be awesome. They're hey, caramelized. Let's, let's put some barbecue sauce Sweet on that, Ben, boy. Bam. And now we're going to throw it on a pizza crust because that that's what you wanted. And Asiago cheese because that's what you always have with barbecue chicken. Wait, what chicken?
0: part of this is not supposed to sound good? They're,
2: I don't like red onions, so there's there's my <laughs> – I'll eat everything else you said.
1: You know what I want? I, okay, you give me barbecue chicken, I'm eating barbecue chicken. But when I go to pizza, I don't want it to taste like barbecue chicken. I don't want other. Foo- I don't want food tasting food. Like I don't want taco. Well, that's not true. I'll eat taco Doritos anytime. Yeah, but, but like, taco I, don't no yeah, like either, yeah. I don't want cheeseburger. Yeah, you that's not know, like pizza. I don't want cheeseburger chips. Like I don't want it to taste like a whole other food item.
2: Yeah, I'm with you. I actually wonder how much weight the chicken's actually carrying in a barbecue chicken pizza because it's chicken. Like it tastes like chicken, and even then, which is not a strong flavor. By the time we got soupy berets and cheese and sometimes bacon and onions, the chicken's like there because it has to be. It is. Yeah. Not because it's helping the pizza at that point. No. it's like the barbecue
1: sauce. The barbecue sauce is carrying that. Right. And It'd I'll probably tur-
0: be better if it was a pulled pork pizza with all the same it would things be on it. It, it would be 100% said. better. It would be. Why doesn't somebody get on that? Jets Pizza, get on that. I bet it exists, but.
1: It exists in like fine establishments.
0: Yeah. So where do you guys
2: sit on the stuffed crust? You know what's interesting is I had a dilemma today, Ben. So Ben invited just We were coming over to record a podcast, play Pro and He said, hey, come over early. I'll feed you pizza. It's Friday oh, night pizza Along night. with five kids. Along with his five kids. It's that's right. P- Friday, Friday night pizza at the Pinchback House. We're, we're in. So he had an array of pizza choices. And I didn't realize there was stuffed crust because I it's not something that's in our rotation for our family and I wasn't Same. really watching for it. Same. So, but he had a pepperoni sausage, which is my favorite. So I had pepperoni sausage, two slices. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to play pepperoni. And I grabbed... Sesame crust because our, our one of our local chains, Hungry Howie's, does flavored crust. So I'm like, I like sesame crust. It's a nice change it's my of face. favorite. I love the sesame. So I grabbed a piece of pepperoni s- sesame crust. Those are my three pieces that I started with. So I pound through the pepperoni sausage, and then I was eating the pepperoni, and I'm wow, it's stuffed crust. That's pretty cool. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest, I'm stuffed crust benign. Like I don't love it or hate it. It's fine. I love it. But when <laughs> I went back for my fourth piece, I had love to make a, I had to make a call. Do I want pepperoni stuffed crust?
1: Or do I want to hit sausage pepperoni again? And I went sausage pepperoni. Wow. See, I got the sesame crust pepperoni mm-hmm. and didn't realize that I was getting stuffed crust. I, so I didn't either. Till and, I, till and, I and then when it. I got there, I thought, you know, this sesame and stuffed crust is working for me. It was good. But never... Do I want to get stuffed crust most of the time? But it was actually really good tonight. I don't it know. Was. It, it's it's one of those good. things that every, if I have it once every three years, it's probably gonna be like that was very memorable. Mm-hmm. But if I did it every time, I think I'd get old. Yeah,
0: you know what also was really good was the other pizza you missed out on that got just decimated <laughs> Dude, by the boys. I was about to say, you because to your
1: it. your your army they did. went through and cleaned it out before
0: I could get there. It was like five seconds. Was the stuffed crust pepperoni with Asiago crust? That, oh, that is everything amazing. that I would have so wanted. I should have I, put Sesame's and Asiago on that one. That would have been I my fave. Just, I don't ever get pepperoni sausage because my
2: family's not eating
0: that. It's great. It is. I got so, that because I knew you were coming over. And I appreciate that. What's that's your why I eat it eating? so hard.
2: Uh, we're ham, and that's like my least favorite bum, meat. Bum, ba, bum. It is. So what we end up doing most mm. of the time is half pepperoni, half ham, and then. That's
1: half pepperoni and half sad.
2: It is, but Emma and Carly's particularly like the ham. Lily just picks the pepperoni off and eats cheese, basically. <laughs> if I leave them to the wrong cord, they'll get some veggie
0: stuff, which is, they're right, but if we're getting one pizza, it's pepperoni so ham. So I got to throw my littles under the bus. My seven and eight-year-old are getting thrown under the bus on my podcast because every time I order pizza, what's in my ear? Cheese, cheese, give me a cheese, give me a yep. cheese. I How got many a- pieces of cheese pizza got eaten tonight, Ben? One piece. <laughs> <laughs> How many pieces of stuffed cross pepperoni got eaten, though? No.
1: All of them before I got there, exactly. man, because I didn't Almost get the Asiago. Almost
0: full pizzas of pepperoni. So I'm pepper like dad walking around. I'm not buying cheese pizza anymore for all of y'all. Because you and say course, you want cheese, then you're eating our and pepperoni. And of course, it's
1: met with one of your kids. Like, no,
0: we need cheese. And, like, 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 <laughs> no, and dad, he wasn't even the kid cheese. that
1: cheese. ate the cheese piece. I know. Totally you totally want really. a piece of cheese,
2: Cisco? No.
0: no. Then why do we need it? <laughs> I'm wasting. Stop defending the cheese pizza. <laughs> I know. Honestly. Adam, one more question. I heard a rumor that
1: Coop, that Cowbot Cooper got a job. My son, Cooper. He's old enough for a job. He's old enough, and he went. I can't believe. He got himself a job. He is is gainfully employed at the Dairy Queen. That's awesome. Um, This
0: is important. I bring this up for a very specific reason, because I heard it was at the Dairy Queen.
1: It's at the Dairy Queen, which is great, because it's a family business. Now, here's (laughs) what I mean by that. I don't if know. You're new to the show. <laughs> if you're new to the show. You might not know this yet, but my grandmother, <laughs> uh, <laughs> my grandmother, she lies a lot. Okay, like like she was always one of those grandmothers who would just tell us stuff like that wasn't true. I guess to impress us. I don't know, but it was so obviously not true. We weren't that impressed. We were <laughs> mad that our grandmother was lying to us. I <laughs> dated Edgar Hoover. Grandma, <laughs> right, you
2: didn't date Edgar Hoover. It doesn't make any sense. That, that couldn't have I happened.
1: Did. I exactly. did. <laughs> <laughs> I gave him a dollar. I gave him a dollar. You gave him a dollar? That's why he keeps coming around and asking for treat petty. Um, and so uh, my grandmother, <laughs> as she tells it, invented the dilly bar. <laughs>
2: really the cornerstone of Dairy Queen. Yeah. Right. That, That's that, like the Big neck of Dairy Queen. Yes, right. their
1: signature bar. item she made that <laughs> that she worked at the Dairy Queen and just decided to take some wax paper put on put some vanilla ice cream on there put a stick in it and then freeze it and then when it when she got it out she lifted it up dunked it in the chocolate they were dipping the cones in bingo bango bongo Boom. you've got dilly bars she's the one who created them you know what they didn't give her any credit for that no credit <laughs> now it's their signature item and nothing where's, nothing where's the checks where's the royalties where's the checks you know what she left dairy queen you know where she went to work this is all according to her mcdonald's you know what she created there the egg mcmuffin <laughs> she legitimately has told us she created both the and i'm like you have create you have such a talent for creating now when i ate at her house she made something for us called kung fu stew. That is really what she called it. You know what it was? It was every leftover we had in the house crammed into one pot with tomato sauce. Ooh.
0: Yeah.
1: Goulash. It, you know how bad that was? Oh, yeah. it's, it's so much worse than goulash. I know. I know. We called it goulash growing up, but it was, yeah. That is an offense to everything that is actually I know. goulash. I know. You know what isn't taken? Kung fu stew. That name was open. <laughs> we no call that fireman's
2: that. casserole, by the way. That's what we call it, fireman's casserole. Terrible. Yeah. So Me do you want to know how little I believe that
1: she created an egg McMuffin? I I couldn't believe it less. <laughs> like, there's no way. So Cooper though, working at the Dairy Queen, uh, it was funny because it was his first job, right? It's his first job, and so we're getting him ready for the interview process, which Which when probably hot,
0: isn't needed because it's kind of the family business.
1: It's the family. I mean, basically all he had to do was walk in and be like, Murray Payne. And yeah. they're like, Oh, hired, she made the dilly bar. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> he he it was a shoe-in. And and Frankly, people need workers. He's 15 and needs and can work for next to nothing. And so like he was, he was going in and, and, and so I'm talking to him and I'm like, okay, so he's like, what are they going to ask me? And I was like, they're probably going to ask you your availability. They might also ask, why do you want to work there? And so like, you know, normally people will ask like, so why did you choose the Dairy Queen? You say, I, I like money. Uh, here's his first answer. You ready? <laughs> yeah. I said, let's role play it. Hey, Cooper, thanks for coming in. So why did you choose to work at Dairy Queen? just dead, looks me in the eyes and goes, because I want to sling ice cream. I want to get big in the ice cream business. And I said, why not start at the best? <laughs> That's pretty good. And, I was, and my first thought was, don't say that. And then I was like, on say second that. thought, that might be pretty great. Let's put a pin on that one. Let's try again. <laughs> so why do you want to work at Dairy Queen? And he goes, because I need a job. And I was like, go back to the first go to the one. the first one. <laughs> the first one was better. Uh, I think what he ended up with actually on the spot was, this seems like a fun place to work. That's fair. Mm-hmm. That's Which fair. is a great answer, by the way, young people, and also probably a lie. Oh, a complete lie. But but it's it seems like it worked for him.
2: You know what's not fun on a Friday Saturday night? Any ice cream place. Yeah. So it's miserable. He's ready.
1: Uh, and besides, he's got it in his jeans. Actually, he doesn't. That grandmother adopted my father. So. Uh, <laughs> It's not really in the genes, it's just in the name. So you know
0: who else doesn't nail that question of why do you want to work here was a fine gentleman that I interviewed for my day job. <laughs> even <laughs> professionals miss out on that one. So one of the questions I asked all my applicants, you know I'm an engineering manager, hey, how do you think this position, you know, coincides with your career goals? And this gentleman asked me, Career goals, do you even know how old I am? And goes on in this long rant. I'm like, Well, no, sir, I, I don't know. You know, Frank, it'd be illegal for me to know how <laughs> old you are, frankly. And I was like, Wow. And so then you're like, I just got to be nice to this gentleman and get through this. I'm like, He's oh, like, wow. I don't have career goals. <laughs> I don't goals. have any it's career weird. goals. He I want literally the least goes, Annoying yeah, goes, way to pay my mortgage. That's what he That's he's saying. Like, I, I, I already had a career. I'm just looking for something to do to get out of the house. I'm like, Oh my goodness, <laughs> how is this my life right now? I would not hire him. Yeah, I mean. You drive my team nuts. I was looking to get
2: out of the house.
0: Adam. Yes. It's time. Oh, sweet. I've been waiting for this. This is great. You've been prepping all day for this top three? It's an that, easy one. Oh,
1: <laughs> you say that before all of them. I know I do. I'm in.
0: This one actually is easy, though. I'm dialed in. So we've done the top three comedy movies
1: Dolphins, Clowns, and Three Dollars. Yeah.
0: So. We're okay. going to actually dial it in a little more. Oh, okay. We are going to go. I need your top three Adam Sandler movies not called Happy Gilmore or Billy Madison. Ugh. Oh, wow.
1: Wow, okay. Um, top three Adam Sandler movies not called Happy Gilmore yeah, or Billy those Madison. Those are one and two. Those are one and two. Every every list. Easy.
0: Every list that matters. So Emma really likes...
2: The Jennifer Aniston one where they go to the pool or Hawaii or whatever. Just like go the, with it. Yeah, just go with it. It's okay. It's pretty funny. Yeah, it's not bad. There's like three. He does like That's, three in, of the those. that's he, in the running. That's in the running. He does that one. He Spanglish. does the same movie again with
0: Drew Barrymore. Yeah. 50 the first third dates. time they. No, first no, the no. Answer, the that's way, a but. different one. That third time he falls in love with Drew Barrymore is the, the just that's go with saying. it yeah, yeah. Not 50 yeah. 50 first I days. can't There's think another of another one that's just go with it. But Again, Drew Barrymore. Yeah. It's
2: another fake family deal.
0: Yeah, it is. I didn't know what that was called. All right, so I'm either.
1: going Fifty First Dates. Yeah.
0: Is that number three?
1: No, that's number one. Well,
0: oh, that's number one.
1: Yeah. Um, and then I'm going Big Daddy, and then I'm going Oh, I'm gonna get killed for this spanglish. Mm, I, sure was, I, I was gonna say
0: one. I am very weak on his serious ones. Yeah, it's one of his serious Have ones. Have you seen all of his serious
1: ones or just that one? Uh, I've seen most all of them. Yeah. So and people really like hustle. Like it just is that came one new? Okay. Brand new. And That's it's the like one I year. haven't seen. I've seen uncut gems. It just came out like weeks, like a week ago. That movie is actively bad.
0: Oh, is it actively bad? And actively he was getting bad. like People all this credit
1: it. for and everything, and that's why we watched it. Yeah. Oh my god. I don't watch serious movies very oh my often. Oh so. No, it's Hustle's bad. like brand new Netflix. Couldn't and handle. It. He's a basketball that was scout, terrible. But...
0: I heard Hustle's great. Yeah. Uncut Gems was supposed to be good, but it looked so boring. I kept I skipping it. it. Yeah. I trust you, Adam. It's brutal. But Spanglish is actually good.
1: I don't know. It's as as good as Happy Gilmore. Or Billy Madison. Not of a chance. Not. Is it? A, so the only serious one. Like I, saw I, that I, really I did liked. not like Little Nicky at all. No, that, that one's terrible. pretty bad. It's just not funny. To I, have a pr- yeah. I have a pretty solid
2: number three, I know. Big Daddy is um, I, right in there. I with I did like,
1: like the one with Jennifer Aniston, just go with it. So probably Yeah, that was pretty good. But I think I liked Spanglish better. I saw Spanglish once, and it was many years ago. Did you
0: see the one with Don Cheadle, Rain Over Me? a serious okay. one? I like that one. Yeah, yeah that was good. That's probably like top 15. The yeah. one that's right in there with um, Big Daddy for me, kind of in that range for me, be it like in the five or six, is Mr. Deeds. Okay, hold on. That's
1: my number three. Oh, is it? Okay, oh sorry. wait, yeah, no. Mr. Deeds uh, my is number it's three pretty great. It's pretty it's got, great. It's got. Uh, let me see your feet. Yes, yes. I'm, very, I'm, very I'm very sneaky. sneaky. I'm very, very sneaky. <laughs> you
0: underestimate the sneakiness. Yes. That guy's great. great. I think my number Can three I touch is your Mr. feet? De- uh, that's Kenneth from Rounders, by the way. It is. That's a true story. <laughs> he's, he's, he's a, a, a lot of, of roles. He's great. Yeah, he's pretty famous.
2: Um, I'm sorry. So Mr. Deeds is number three. Taking away the first, I think Deeds is three. I love Deeds. I'm gonna go. What's I, I'm drawing I'm, at, I'm sure I'm missing some without looking
0: at a list. But I know I get to research when I make the list. I I'm get gonna to go cheat. number
2: two. What's the um one where they go to the cabin up north? David Spade and Chris Rock and him and oh, Kevin James. Uh, grown like ups. Grown ups. I like the first grown ups. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. But I'm gonna it's go good. that for
0: number two, and then I'm gonna go Fifty First States number one. Yeah. All right, my number three is Fifty First States because oh. it's great, endearing the whole show. Number two, you guys might want to redo your list. I'm just saying. Because my number two is Waterboy.
1: Oh, oh. totally. Totally. And we've already so mentioned great. Roy Orbison once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's bring him back. Waterboy yeah. takes the one my slot. My mom from told me not to spring. get a tattoo
0: of Roy Orbison on her ass. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. my mama doesn't know. <laughs> Bam. Bam. Got it. It's good that one. movie is underrated, quotable. Like when you quote. Super good. A lot of it is from Waterboy. Yeah, that definitely knocks. Mr. D's off my list, but sorry. Yeah, it's so great. And then my number one, I don't know if you guys didn't remember this one or if you just don't like it. My number one is Wedding Singer. Oh, that should be there too. I absolutely so I should love the Waterboy
1: Wedding, Wedding Singer. Fifty first dates. So that's my three. I like so it, same three you have. Same three as me. Yeah. High My five.
2: I like it less than you and Joe did. Yeah. But I haven't seen it in a long time. Wedding so. Singer
1: also is sneaky quotable.
0: Sneaky
2: quote. Like, I
1: quote it a, a lot and don't know why. I do
2: a lot of table nine and no one gets that anymore because
1: it's too far gone. Because it's too far gone. Yeah, yeah. They were cones. <laughs> I love that guy. Hey. Give me time. Like he sings that Boy George song again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, love it. Oh, it's so. That great. is a
2: good one. I forgot that one, but it's been a while since I've seen it. So
0: it's got I've Steve Buscemi in series. it. Best man on the better man. The better man. <laughs> Remember that time we were down there? Yeah, that's great. There's actually like a bit of a magic to that like
2: '90s, because like I was telling this story to somebody at work. Lily loves Top Gun, like the original Top Gun, which really I think is it's a little slow, pretty average, honestly. I watched it for the, you know. We just watched it. It's
0: My yeah, wife's favorite movie. It's Lily's wow. favorite movie right did now. Did you guys it's, see Maverick? By the we way, we did. She loved Maverick it's too. Great. Yeah, I really Super like great. it. But, but the first one's a little boring in comparison. Sure. Yeah,
2: but I do think there was a bit of a. And I don't want to, listen. I'm not going down a path where I think I think we're heading in the right direction. As society. let's put that let's make that super clear. But I do think there's a bit of a you know like a innocence and a weird like you could just do whatever you wanted in the 90s, and that shines through in some movies that you know I think even resonates with folks today because like they could do things you can't really you wouldn't want to do and shouldn't want to do, but there's, it could still be funny to some extent. So some of the 90s stuffs just it's just good. 86
0: by the way. I'm pretty sure it was yeah yeah, yeah
2: that was in the 90s. Because I was thinking, I I really want to see Emma Love Maverick too, but I haven't seen it yet. Oh, you it's did? enjoyable. Yeah. So hey, this is a r- real quick. This is a pro vaccine podcast. But man, poor M had to get her booster, and it knocked her on her butt. Did it? Yeah. Mm. She's got like, the whole fever, the whole. She's sitting there oh, today. Dang State it. State requires it for to register for classes. Really? It's boosted. Yep. And she she had had her both shots, and then she got it. So we're like ah whatever. But yeah, they're like, "Oh, you
0: gotta have it," and kick I, your butt. I got a little lazy because I had the two shots and then I had it. Me and too. It like, Man, I got how much boosters, of but... these anafrigam bodies do I need? But I should get it just because I should because I tried. Yeah. I got do the, the, the booster.
1: Right. I want another one, but they have yeah. not let me have it yet. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Cooper was scheduled to get his booster and then got COVID. Right. And then has since gotten his booster. So we
2: yeah. did. I did double shot. We're booster all Booster and all then in. COVID. So I'm like, yeah. okay, I think I'm good now. But yeah, poor M. She's at home today, just suffering. Shout out to you, M. Yep. Dang, dude. You got hey.
0: a college student, and then next year you're going to have another one. But what do you got going right here?
2: Hey, so I've, I'm going to contribute to the podcast. Yeah, oh, buddy. whoa. So Ben, we have a text chat, right, the three of us, me, Adam, and Ben, mm-hmm. and Ben's brother, Joe, who, friend of the show, slash, if you ever go to cons, you may have met Joe. Great dude. And Ben came out of the blue the other day and said, hey, you know what the best Pringle is? The plane. And I'm going to preface this by saying I'm not a Pringle guy. They're, like, way down my list. I love a classic potato chip. I do. I love mm. a plain chip. I love barbecue. I love flavors, all that stuff. Mm. Pringles always
1: been. A I like wrap, wrap snacks. <laughs>
2: I, li- I like wrap snacks too. Wrap snacks has some good flavors. I like the biggies. I like a couple of different wrap snacks. The yeah. point is, I'm like I haven't had Pringles in a long time, so I wanted to try. So there's, I did some research, and there's four what they consider their primary flavors: okay. plain, cheese, sour cream and onion, and barbecue. The barbecue tastes like a donkey's butthole. So I, I DQ'd those. I've never tasted that, but I know their barbecue <laughs> isn't promise. good. The barbecue and so really it ima- it's what
1: I imagine a donkey's butthole tastes like.
2: Because Lily likes Pringles, so now that she gets Pringles and I'll try some. And she usually gets barbecue because that's what they like, and they're disgusting. So I, I DQ'd barbecue right off the bat. All right, yeah. So what out- I wanted to do So, so we
1: have three cans of Pringles in front We're going to us. take a stack,
2: and I'm going to validate or disagree with Ben's opinion after I take a stack of plain- stack I like that we're plain. not taking one chip. We're oh, no, taking <laughs> a stack. I'm taking a healthy little stack here. And I'm gonna eat on air. We're all gonna eat on air because that's good radio, I'm sure. It is great. Crunching. Why we got the
1: microphones. Now,
0: I gotta say, Joe has a theory that there's different ratios that create the best flavor. Like if you go plain sour cream Mm -hmm. and like a cheddar, like there's all these different combinations, but we're doing it straight up. Straight. Like what is the best flavor? They leaned into that
2: stacks thing for a while. I remember that with their commercials. I, I actually was trying to figure out whether I like one at a time or
0: two at a time. Three is the answer. Is it three really? Really? It's been proven scientifically. Right, I'll what? That's no, just my opinion.
1: The three is the answer. Okay, so what are we starting with? Plain. Plain. All I
0: know is we can't all chew at the same time. Or I'm going to have to do a all lot right. of All right, so I'm
1: looking, I'm looking at y'all. I'm looking at y'all, and y'all are both trying the plane first. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go plane here. I'm going to go a uh, three stack. Hold on. I do my three stack. Okay, I'm getting a two. I'm going a two. All right, go for it. Because I'm not quite as bold as Ben here. Yeah. Three a lot of chips. <laughs> three is a lot. The answer might be two.
2: I thought it was three. It. I went in strong. I got a big two. mouthful.
0: All right. Carry, carry some weight here. I'm going for a sour cream and onion now. So I want to reference to, I, I'm still chewing three chips. <laughs> That's a lot of <laughs> chips. I like plain <laughs> chips. Like I
2: legitimately enjoy straight up potato chips a lot. That said, that was a Pringle and it was fine. I'm going to go with my single sour cream and onion first.
0: All right. Yeah, it's okay.
1: Sour it cream was sour just cream okay. Onion. This for is me. this is in my mind when I thought through the list. This is what I thought would be my winner. Yeah, me so too. Let's see. Let's see.
0: Except I knew plain was better.
2: So I super I did like the sour cream and onion chip quite a bit just now. I'm gonna go I'm
1: gonna go a three stack again once Adam's done chewing.
0: Yeah, where you at, Adam?
1: That was a two stack. Yeah, of the sour cream and onion, and by far it's in the lead. Really? So I'm gonna tell you, I coming... thought it was better than the original by a lot.
0: Well, how many original did you have? One or I two? I have two.
1: Oh. So I've done well, you two you do
0: three original because I, I said I three the best.
1: That's so much, Chip. <laughs>
0: you got can't judge original until you've done three. I would have thought <laughs> cheese would be my favorite.
2: Okay. So, But I'm out there yet. I'm, I'm on my three-step. I don't want to so poison
0: pretty. the pool, but I'm here to say I don't think the cheese is going to hold up.
2: I don't think so either.
0: All right, I'm going in for two cheese.
2: All right, so hold on. All right, I, I'm, I'm going to yeah. handle the talking here I, for a minute. I'm enjoying the three stack of sour cream and onion. Three quite stack a of bad. sour cream and onion quite it's a bit. I, the
1: sour cream and onion is really shining strong. The original was good, but I got to be honest, I don't think this was the best original I've ever had. Like I don't know if there's just a little it's less salt you didn't or have what. three? It, you had two, maybe, or maybe I ate the wrong side of it. Is there a side of the Pringle right. that has more stuff? Dude, I'm not going to lie to you. The cheese is not winning. All right, I'm about to go you. in for two cheese right here. Two cheese. I've always right, thought
2: it. the extra flavoring was on the concave side, personally. You think it's more on that side? I do. I'm not sure that's true,
0: but... What do you think, Adam? How are we doing? There's third place. Yeah, third place. Easy, right? Yeah, They All just right. don't do... The cheese I is so fake. Cheese, I'm going to the cheese right now. Cheese
1: is third place. I have to do single cheese. Hold and on. And I know that this is Joe's favorite, your brother, and he's wrong. It's flat out,
0: he's wrong, yeah. Joe, I love you, but
1: was he cheese guy?
0: He was totally cheese guy, and uh, man, Joe, I, I, I'm going in for three plane, I'm doing my three stack of three cheese. plane, three plane's gonna win. Come on, you got to go three because you need the extra saltiness. See, three hits you, three it changes the game. Come on, now,
2: all right, hold on, I have to go back to a single plane because I have a clear winner, but I'm now just figuring out which one's second. And I think Ben's right that the cheese will not be second. In fact, I validated that with my single plane.
1: It's almost okay, to the point Okay, I've just where done three sour cream and onion as well. And? Sour cream and onion is number one.
0: It is. Now, what's better, two sour cream and onion or three? I didn't do it two. I only, I only did a three. Hold on. The cheese Man. is so bad, I'm wondering if it would have been worse than the barbecue.
2: No, I, the barbecue makes me ill. Oh, like you can't like even it, finish it? Like it like it's like it, actively it, bad. It tastes like heartburn. It's just so bad. All right, I'm gonna do two sour cream and onion,
0: just to make sure. I think you guys have decided. You've pretty. I'm I'm
1: I'm fully decided. I'm decided. Sour cream and onion number one, original number two, cheddar cheese number three. Yeah, by a long way. It's finishing third, like I finished third in y'all's Lily game, (laughs) like by like half the score. I
2: wanted to like the cheese more than the plain because I liked. The cheese. Like, I like the idea of the cheese sprinkle because I've always liked what's the uh, standard cheese, cheese and sour cream, or whatever it is. Yeah. Whatever that chip is, right? That's like uh, the Cheddar, sour cream. Yeah, those. I've always liked those. The potato chip? Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty good. Um, but the cheese is, is a pretty distant thing. All
1: right. So, you know what would make sour cream and onion better, maybe? Some cheese with on some it. With some cheese on I'm it. I'm going to try it with the combo move to see if it improves one the sour and cream and onion
0: or if it <laughs> detracts. I'm gonna do the same thing as you. so I wonder,
2: you guys can go ahead. I wonder I've always wondered like the problem with cheese, like think about Cool Ranch Doritos, right? I prefer Cool Ranch Doritos, but chip to chip, natural cheese Doritos are better because every natural cheese Dorito is pretty uniformly cheesy. We're like Cool Ranch Doritos, some of them are plain, and then one of them is like so buried with those like blue speckles, you're like, This is the chip.
1: Yes, yeah. like and that's Doritos. the one that would like kill a fourteenth century peasant. Yeah, they that? would just
2: fall yes. right over it, But it's delicious. Yeah. And like, but the other ones are kind of bland, but nacho cheese is always pretty uniform. It did not make the, the
1: sour cream and onion better. It made so it worse. Yes, the cheese if, is, yeah. a, is a negative experience. Right, I'm going to go
2: cheese sour cream and onion, too. Just, I'm going to double dip here. Yeah. That cheese is just dragging it down. Yeah. I just wanted a second sour cream and onion. The cheese
0: brought nothing to the table. Look, exactly. I'm, I'm going to be in the minority. It's not that I don't like the sour cream and onion. I think I just really prefer the base flavor of the original Pringle. Wow. So I'm going original it's, still. It's
1: it's good, but flavor wise, the sour cream and onion is just bringing more to the table. Yeah, it's just stronger.
0: I'm, I'm, I'm,
2: my mine's the same Adam: sour cream, plain cheese. So we just we reverse. So what I wonder though, I know this from the past because I've known you for fifty friggin' years. Um, you don't like plain potato chips? No. I mean,
0: I don't hate them, but, but I will not, your, not choose them
2: if there's right. any other option. Which is right. wild to me that, that you prefer the, the plain Pringles, though.
0: Exactly, because it tastes different than any other Yeah, it doesn't taste like chip. any other
1: kind of potato chip.
0: It tastes a little like a baked Lay's. A little. Which is weird, because
2: I, I, I actively dislike baked Lay's. Really? They're I, good. Yeah, I'm out. Nah.
1: What? Do you guys have a... That's why you don't like the Okay, but why are Pringle. you... Why, mm, I'll tell you the way it works is I I don't go to my potato chips for health food.
0: I'm not going for it. And so Coke.
1: I don't need you to bake that thing for me. I oh, just think it tastes better. It's like, I don't need that at all. I would choose a baked Lay's. In fact, I do
0: when I'm at Subway and there's, only, and there's no Sun Chips, Harvest Cheddar. I'll choose the baked Lay's over the
1: regular Lay's. They just taste mm. better.
2: Oh, that's interesting. I
1: prefer the regular Lay's, but... Still. Yeah, well, you're a potato chip guy. I am. Now, I prefer tortilla chips to potato chips by a lot. Yeah, a long shot. Like, I will have bo- plain... Tortilla See, chips. Plain. I, I don't ever eat Before plain I will chips. eat flavored
0: potato chips. Where do you sit on the sun chips? Will you go harvest cheddar over the green bag or the blue bag? Okay, I'm out of... I, uh, here's, here's the problem. Which one's the plain? Blue. They're gross. Yeah, they're <laughs> just okay. Yeah. I... I, you know, I love the that you gross asked one to is clarify the red what was bad. The, the, reds, reds, also gross. the reds, reds are, gross. are the awesome. The salsa <laughs> one is great. No, it's not great.
2: It's terrible. <laughs> I mean, hold on. I actually think the harvest cheddar. So I love the munchies.
1: Now right? I'm just eating Pringles on Me air. Too. I ate
0: all my cheese. <laughs> I was gonna gonna good. Say, we've already decided. So to recap, uh, yeah. we'll let you tell your story in a second. Yeah. But to recap, yeah. sour cream and onion is the winner because two first place votes sure, sure, for sure. you and Adam. <laughs> I gave. Uh, a first place vote, to original, and we yep. all had cheddar. Well, cheddar a distant
2: third. Right, so your point saying. is,
0: the harvest cheddar sun chip is a super good chip. It's great.
2: I love it. So, I'm like the other ones are going to be good too, right? And I don't like any of them. I don't like a Sour single cream other flavor. Okay. Yeah,
1: I guess I, that's the green bag. I'm not sure. I I'm I'm know those. I'm in the minority, and I like the red bag of You're the sun in the chips. Mo- you can have all yeah. of ours. Well, I'm in. We um, did buy that
2: mixed box one time, and the reds were left. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's well, that's what story. everyone's left. But and the plain ones were not
1: good. It's I did sort not of like when you find the out plain the
0: plain before the red. Yeah, totally. See, that's the I thing. Would.
1: You find out you like pistachio ice cream, and then all of a sudden you get everyone's pistachio yeah, ice cream. Yeah, it's yeah, that yeah. kind of move, and you're like, "Hey, this works for me." It's true. I the know dude, I'm in the one that people don't like. That's, a, that's a pretty classic
2: old man ice cream pistachio. Oh, butter
0: pecan. Yeah, I
1: love butter pecan. The
0: dude over at Pringles needs to have a meeting with the dude
1: from Harvest Cheddar. Sun Chips. Yep. To talk about figure how out. To make a better tasting cheese. Exactly. Like, it doesn't hardly make it taste like cheese. Like, it's basically a worse version of the original because it's detracting so from is, the good flavor of the original. That's is exactly Pringles what it Pringles like
2: its own company or are they like owned by Lay's or something? I'm looking at that right now. I don't know. There's a lot of languages
0: on here, and I don't see... I heard that Pringles was originally supposed to make tennis balls, (laughs) but instead um, a bunch of potatoes potatoes. showed up. So the guy's like, (laughs) F it, chop them up. I heard that too. That's a shout out to uh, Max Hedberg. Max, yep, one of the greatest comedians of all time. Absolutely. Guys, Kellogg's Kellogg's owns Pringles. Kellogg's, sure. All right. As much as our faithful board game listeners would love to hear us chomp on chips for another 30 minutes, Mm -hmm. that's a show, gentlemen. Adam, tell the listeners about our website, how they can get some swag. Yeah. Just head on over
1: there to MotorCityGameWorks.com. You can see uh, different swag. And also, if you look deep enough on the page, there is an events page that will tell you about the things that we're going to and that we're involved in. Uh, You can see that it said, I went to Origins. Nice. And also, you might find, I'm just going to point you to this just for a moment, just for a moment, that there may be one of us appearing at Gen Con. Really? That's a maybe. Well, it's not me because that's news to me. I I say, <laughs> <laughs> and, and now you can guess it's not been. <laughs> um, I so would,
0: I'm actually looking at Grand Con. Uh, I think it's September. I, I had would, a
1: chance to catch up with Brian at. Um, did you at uh, Origins? And yeah, it's. I,
0: I would like. I, I would like that. to head over there to that too. I'd like to take the boys. At least you know the thirteen year olds. Um, it's on the calendar. It's not set in stone, but I might be able to head out there, um, which would be pretty sweet. Yep. Yes, sir. All right. I should. I'm a no-con yet this year. Why not? Yeah. Hey, sounds like a plan. Right on. So you may also find that on the events nice. page of nice. the website. Just, you just, also find a place to contact us. You can reach out. Tell us how you know great we are, or how much you like our games. You can ask for a free game, and we'll tell you 25th Century's handle and all that. Give so, it to somebody uh, else. We'll hand you off to somebody we'll else. So, other than that, we will see you in a month, but it'll probably be six weeks. Yeah. Being so you yeah, when we'll see you. That's the show, everybody. So have a good time. We'll time. See ya. See ya.
1: Shoes and legs are out to get me